Welcome to Revival from the Bible, a daily devotional podcast designed to help more people get into God's Word and get more out of the Word. I'm Ben Blakey. Today's passage is Matthew 8. Today we are literally coming down the mountain. No, for real, the first words of our passage today are when he came down from the mountain. And so that provides us a good opportunity to take stock of where we are and where we've been in the book of Matthew, the gospel of Matthew. Uh, Matthew's main point is that Jesus is the Messiah, the Christ. And he's probably writing to a more Jewish audience. He's using a lot of Old Testament scripture to show people that Jesus is the Christ. And we've just finished Matthew chapters 5 through 7, known as the Sermon on the Mount. And this really is the King's Manifesto. This is what my kingdom is all about. And this is what my people should be all about. But now we come down the mountain and we get more into kind of what you think of as the ministry of Jesus Christ. We, we start to see healings, different interactions with people, casting out demons, uh, and we'll see several different examples of that today. But w- what I want to highlight from this chapter is, well, Jesus is the Christ. He is the King. How are you going to respond to him? And one thing we'll see today is the importance of faith in responding to him. And we'll see that in contrasting examples uh, in this chapter. So we see Jesus perform several miracles in this chapter, uh, starting with healing a leper, but then we see him healing uh, the servant of a centurion. And now this is going to kind of be the positive example in this pair uh, where Jesus comes into Capernaum and a centurion. So a centurion is a Roman commander over 100 soldiers. Think century is a 100 years. A centurion is uh, a commander over 100 soldiers. And he comes to Jesus and uh, tells him about his servant who is lying paralyzed at home, suffering terribly. And Jesus says, I will come and heal him. But the centurion replied, Lord, I am not worthy to have you come under my roof, but only say the word and my servant will be healed. For I too am a man under authority with soldiers under me. And I say to one, go, and he goes, and to another, come, and he comes, and to my servant, do this, and he does it. When Jesus heard this, he marveled and said to those who followed him, truly, I tell you, with no one in Israel have I found such faith. So there he praises the faith of this centurion. And I love how the centurion puts it. He says, Jesus, I know how this works. I have authority. I tell my soldiers what to do and they do it. And he's implying by that you are, you know, he clearly understands there's something more than even just human about Christ. He knows you have authority. You tell sickness, go and it goes. He is showing an amount of faith and trust in the power of Jesus. And that is the exemplary response for us. We, when we have a problem, should go to God and say, God, you have the authority. You say go and it goes. Uh, And that we would never doubt the power of 
God. And even it highlights to a greater extent the importance of faith in response to Christ, really going on even to say that when it comes to being in Christ's kingdom or not, your faith is more determinative than where you are from. That's what Jesus says in verse 11. I tell you, many will come from east and west and recline at the table with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven. He's saying the Gentiles, foreigners, are going to come into the kingdom of heaven with the forefathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, while the sons of the kingdom, Jewish people, will be thrown into the outer darkness. In that place, there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Well, what's the difference? Faith. Do they believe Jesus? Do they truly believe that he is the king and believe that he has authority? Now, we see a little bit more about that faith. We see Jesus perform more miracles, healing Peter's mother-in-law. But then the crowd, some people come to Jesus and one says, teacher, I will follow you wherever you go. And Jesus said, foxes have holes and birds of the air have nests, but the son of man has nowhere to lay his head. Another of the disciples said to him, Lord, let me first go and bury my father. And Jesus said to him, follow me and leave the dead to bury their own dead. So here, as we're thinking about faith as a bigger theme in this chapter, um, we see here, faith, believing in Christ will cost you something. Uh, truly following Christ, being one of his disciples will, will cost you something. Here, he's saying, hey, I'm homeless. You want to follow me? You're not going to have a home. And the idea of let me first go and bury my father, the idea there is that the father may not have even been dead yet. It seems to be more of, hey, let me go get my inheritance, kind of get settled first, and then I will follow you. And Jesus says, no, follow me and leave the dead to bury their own dead. And if you want to follow Christ, there's going to be things you have to leave behind. And now that may not literally be your home. It might not literally be your inheritance, but there will be things you have to leave behind to follow Christ. And that's clear here in the Gospels. That's clear, I would say, all throughout the New Testament. That clear that the gift of salvation is free. We don't do anything to earn the gift of salvation. But it will cost us in the sense that well, we, we have to let go of what we have. We're not giving what we have to God to say, well, if I give you this, you give me the gift of salvation as if somehow we've earned it. No, we, we've done nothing to earn salvation, but we let go of what we have to embrace the gift of salvation in Jesus Christ. And here we see a snippet of that in this passage. But if the centurion is the example that Jesus praises for his faith, the disciples are who Jesus rebukes for their lack of faith. The familiar story of Jesus calming the storm and uh, the disciples, they, they are afraid, but Jesus is asleep and they wake him up saying, save us, Lord, for we are perishing. And Jesus in verse 26 says, and he said to them, why are you afraid? O you of little faith. Then he rose and rebuked the wind and the sea, and there was a great calm. And the men marveled, saying, What sort of man is this that even winds and sea obey him? So there, I think we see a contrast. We see the faith of the centurion on the one hand, and then we see Jesus rebuking the disciples for their lack of faith. And so just a couple of things. Um, 
one always principle from this passage, I would say, is faith is the determinative factor in being a part of the kingdom of heaven, not your background and certainly not your your heritage, whether you are Jewish or not. That's not what gets you to be a part of the kingdom. Faith does. And also another kind of always principle we see here is that faith is really the godly replacement of fear. Because notice in what Jesus says, he doesn't just rebuke them for their lack of faith. He, he, he rebukes them for being something else. He says, why are you afraid, O you of little faith? The implication being, if you had faith, you would not be afraid. And so that's really when we get to now the now, what what do we do with our reading today? Uh, we see one more miracle at the end with Jesus casting out uh, the, the demons into the herd of pigs there. Again, another display of the power of Christ. So even in this chapter, Christ has power over disease. He has power over the wind and the waves, and he has power over demons. But the now, what are you going to do really is, are you going to be afraid or are you going to have faith? That's the question you're going to have to answer today. And so uh, really for you to get into the specifics of what does that look like in your life? Is everyone uh, partaking in this podcast today is, is going to be different? Well, when I say afraid, what comes to your mind? What is it that you are afraid of? And that's where uh, you could have all kinds of answers to that. I mean, we see Jesus healing. Some of you may be very afraid about something medically related today or something physical today. Uh, We see Jesus uh, having power over the weather. Well, some people can be afraid of uh, things even today related to the weather, floods, droughts, hurricanes, tornadoes. Uh, But knowing Jesus has control of all that, maybe there's something spiritual that you are worried about or or financial, or we could could go on a whole long list of, of things that you could be tempted to be afraid of. Well, well, the opposite, you need to put off fear and you need to put on faith. And remember, faith, it's not so much about just the strength of your faith. It's really about how strong is the object of your faith. And our reminder today should be, hey, Jesus has all power. Jesus says what's going to happen and he's going to happen. And we see that power over uh, sickness, over demons, over the weather. Well, the things that you're afraid of, Jesus has the power. He is the king. So you need to remind yourself of that today. You need to find ways to remember, hey, the thing that I'm afraid of, it's not more powerful than Jesus. He is the king. He is in control. I need to put off fear and put on faith. That's a great lesson as we continue working through the Gospel of Matthew. Thanks for digging into God's Word with me today on Revival from the Bible. For more resources, check out RevivalFromTheBible.com. To learn more about Compass Bible Church Treasure Valley, go to CompassBible.tv. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you.